The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are just three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, broken bones, and Bam Margeros. This episode came out on November 30th, 2003. And this was... Only seven days after the last one. Seven days. Can you believe it or not? <laughs> Can you believe I it or not? I don't believe it. And also, do you know what also came out this day too? Episode on November 6 30th? of Wild Boys. Uh, Oh, so we're kind of going uh, uh, it's, it's, one for one. They followed each other, so it's really hard to find good facts because I've only like already used them up. Well, I mean, see, I understand it. It must be hard <laughs> to find good facts because you haven't found any good ones in the last what twenty episodes of this well, podcast. Mikey, so. This 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 one actually might help out all of our listeners today. Okay, because a scientist released evidence on this day that mm-hmm. the turbul- tuberculosis drug decyclycerin. Yeah, may, may actually be the first effective agent for the treatment of phobias. So if you're scared of little snakeys like me or sharkies like you, get some tuberculosis <laughs> medicine. I'm There's sure you can medicine? get it in the, I'll do that right away. I'm sure you can get it in the uh, like the horse deworming section or something along those lines. And yeah. you know, just order it off the internet. We don't need doctors anymore. Yeah, you know when you're walking the aisles at the drugstore and you look up and you see horse deworming on the on the big sign there, aisle nine horse yeah. deworming. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. I get all my medicine. That's why I beat this shit very quick. Okay, it's two uh, weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> still, still, still dying. Chris, how did you just cough there? Do you do you realize what you just did? You're like, I bet this thing wasn't even an issue for me. Two weeks. <laughs> uh, it's 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 been an issue. Um, you know what's you know what's been an issue for me when we first started talking about Viva La Bam in the first episode of Viva La Bam, which by the way, if you're new to this podcast, we I know we're called Jackass. We used to do all of the Jackass episodes, but we want to save <laughs> some more of those uh, for because yeah. there's only one season left of the TV show. We got a couple of the movies left to do, but we want to save those for special occasions. But when we first yeah. switched from Jackass to Viva La Bam, um, we were making fun of the intro. Like it's so rock and roll. It's so out and and it's it's like so cheesy. I'm 100 percent coming around on it now. Yeah, I'm no, absolutely no, coming no, around. No, I love no, different no. day one. I can't help it. It just I'm reminds me here, of the old days. You know what I miss though is that in season one, it doesn't end with what will he think of next? And I miss oh, that. I'm yeah, sitting here good. wondering what will he think of there's, there's nothing better. You sit back, you know you know you're gonna watch a show, you, you you crack a nice cold mountain dew, you throw on your, <laughs> <laughs> you throw on your shades. Put on your yep. sleeveless T-shirt, and you're just ready to fucking go, man. Yeah, that code you red. Know, that code the, red tastes good right about now. The uh, vocalist for the main track here, he's kind of got like this thing that when he's singing, it sounds like he's got a lot of jowls. Like he's, it's kind of like like uh, Don Vito's you know, doing at, it. Yeah, but like Star Wars Episode One, you know, the big Gungan boss, uh, Boss Nass is that his name? Yes. Boss Nass. Yes. I just picture that guy singing this song. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's that in, jar, jar. in musical form. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you know that the singer of this song, what? Daniel Lion Eye, uh, is that guy? Is that guy? He's he's the he's the singer, <laughs> but he's he's a guitarist of him. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. I don't even like that band. So, well, Bam Margera would Sorry, beat him. you up for saying that. I'm yeah, pretty sure he really likes that band. Uh, yeah, but guys, Ooh, speaking guys, of Bam Margera, oh, and, sorry. Oh, uh, God damn it, Chris! What do you What do you need now? Uh, well, no, you go first, Jay. 
No, what? no, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'll just do the whole show, and okay. then uh, well, when whatever. you're ready. Um, I was listening to uh, Steve O's podcast, and okay. um, what's his face? Jeff Tremaine was on, and oh, nice. it, it does seem like Jackass is a go. Like as of now, like this this episode released yesterday, and they're like it's day by day still, but they're like it seems like it is a go for the actual uh, release date, that the release date in uh, February. So nice. Nice. Some, some good news for the jackass listeners, you know. Yeah, wow, it feels start with, it here. with news like that. It feels like Christmas morning. Ooh, Jay, that's your cue, Mikey. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. Hey guys, in season one, episode six, Bam Margera is so cool, guys. He's so cool. I was just watching the intro and thinking, man, he's so cool. He is. Look at all of his poses and <laughs> the way he looks at, through the lens at the viewer. Oh, man, he's so cool, guys. It's Christmas time. We get the Christmas song from, I believe, one of the CKYs. And, guys, I'm all for saving a few bucks here and there, but can we at least get the part of the song with the death metal breakdown, you know, if we're going to reuse it? True. We didn't even get the good part, but uh, it's, it's just Bam standing in the snow looking somber, and that sets the scene. But we got to ask the question, boys, and it's a bit of a rhetorical one. Where's all the Christmas ornaments? Where are they? Well, nobody answered Flanders that. Field? Phil- God damn it. I said it was rhetorical. We're not supposed to. Are they in Flanders Field? Christmas ornaments are inside. No, they're inside of you. Oh. Like, literally. There's a. I've, I've had some lonely nights. That makes sense. Yeah. Your grade one uh, Christmas ornament project is in your butt somewhere, but you know where Bam's is? In the garage, where it belongs. Phil's showing us how delicate everything is, and like right after he says that, immediately he breaks something <laughs> fragile with those big meaty palms of his. You boys have any uh, grade one Christmas projects lying around somewhere? Everyone does. Everyone has those shitty, like it's always like a fucking toilet paper roll that we drew red and green crayon on and put a fucking sparkly pipe cleaner through, hang it on the, uh-huh. And we're too sentimental to give it away, even though no one wants it. Uh, and it just makes everyone's tree look junky. Uh, I, I, I definitely have some of those. Although our family, our, our, we have so many ornaments that we've so that many. we've amassed over the years. Chris and myself, we're brothers. If you didn't know that, if you're out there listening, we have so many. You never say that. We never say. You don't that. say that enough. No, no, not for the new. You always have to keep the new listener in mind, Jay. <laughs> um, they, uh, it's, it's amazing. We, we. You know how some people make fun of how the back of the tree is like just the shitty part of the tree and no one sees it? The back of our tree looks better than the front of most other trees because we have so many ornaments that we run out of space. Like we can't put another three on, otherwise the whole fucking tree's coming It would out. explode. <laughs> like that like that commercial for Yoshi's Island when the or guy like, eats that like, yeah. one little George drop Costanza's and explodes. Wall <laughs> yeah, George says it all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> speaking of Man. speaking of porky fellas, can, yeah. uh, am I crazy in thinking in this episode, in this scene in particular, Phil Margera looks great. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But here's, yeah. That's, here's what I'm saying. He, right. he carries his weight really well. Like he's, he, you know, he's like one of those guys that you know is overweight, but I bet you can fucking do a good 100 meter sprint and fucking kick oh, his fucking oh, ass. Oh, he's a lineman. He's, he's probably ripped underneath all the yeah. body. Yeah, yeah. really. He's, he's, he's an offensive like lineman for mad, sure core strength yeah it's like that meme of kevin smith when they take off kevin smith's jacket and it's just this really long torso with like super (laughs) wide abs (laughs) Um, you know what though i think the reason he looks so good is this is i'm pretty sure this episode is very soon i know they filmed them all out of order but i think this one was pretty soon after the vegas episode because there's a scene as well where you see don Vito and he his hair is still kind of blue like the blue dye hasn't fully washed out (laughs) uh, which is hilarious yeah 
and uh, and great. Phil just looks all groomed like he was with Elvis on his uh, the day he renewed his wedding vows. Yeah, he's fresh out of the uh, the clinic, as Mikey put it. You know, through uh, looking when, good when when they um, when they go to get the lights and they're calling, they they want to go pick up more Christmas lights for the house because they really want right. to make the best lit up house of all time. They call in the place on their phones. Do you remember that cell phone? Like this, they don't oh, even yeah. have screens yeah, on their fucking the cell phone. phone still. This is like, and it's like you just forget how relatively not long ago it was and before yeah. we had these fucking computers in our pocket yeah. it's yeah. like life was oh. so it seems like such a foreign concept but when i w- remember watching the show when it first came out it doesn't seem that long ago it didn't seem like much change but obviously in that small no. amount of time it's fucking nutty man yeah 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 i mean i'm sh- don't you gotta give them a little credit i'm sure they had contact lists in there at least you know you didn't have to go around remembering all the numbers that was technology baby and they, I think some of them even had uh, Centipede, too. You can play Centipede. <laughs> yeah, Centipede Snake. Those uh, are great. Taking it back to the art project for one quick second. You guys ever do one of those plates? You know, you remember like yep. back in grade one, you'd put your name on it and they'd bake it and then all the colors would oh, be in the yeah. plate. You remember oh, yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Or something? Yeah. I was fucking sick that day, so I didn't get to make a plate, but they did give me a plate that I did not make. And instead of my name on there, it just says cat. It had a picture of a cat. <laughs> So my brother, my two brothers had their plates with their names on there. Mine just fucking say There's just like an orphan in your class yeah. who makes a plate because right. she loves cats. And they're like, well, this kid can't give it to anyone. She doesn't have parents. Just give it to Jay, the kid who couldn't make it today. Yeah. Either that or I'm just really fucking stupid and don't know how to spell my own name. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Bam takes over Christmas. That's what we're doing here. And as Chris said already, they do need to get the, the house lit up. So they've got uh, Tim Glom here. Love Skate Tim. Por- pork. Skate pork. Skate pork. I'm hungry. I can go for some lunch. <laughs> Skate park builder extraordinaire is here and he's going to help them get the lights. They do make that phone call on the flip phone. I like the way this goes down. He he basically picks up the phone and demands three to four truckloads right now. Yeah. We're going to meet you over there. So who is he calling that has instant access to truckloads of Christmas lights? That's what I want to know. Here's here's a little insight into uh, movie magic and TV magic. I guarantee you he wasn't even on the phone with anyone when he when he had that conversation. Really? I bet you. They just like made made it you seem because it would be so me. funny to be able to call no. up three full truckloads of. I, hey, I think Santa eventually they, they called them. Yeah, Santa Claus is definitely. And fuck real. you. Don't ruin this for fair, me. Fair, fair. We all need a friend like Tim. Tim is the contractor <laughs> yes. that like he's such an enabler. Like, like in the way I. I in the way that that people talk about Ben Margera unknowingly being an enabler for like drugs and alcohol, uh, because if you hung out with him, there was just no way to avoid doing it. Uh, like Brandon Novak was talking about that, like not in a resentful way, just saying like you couldn't hang out with these guys without like being a part of that that system. Uh, Tim Glom is the enabler to be like, I want to fuck up my parents' house, and he's like, You should don't just fuck it up, fuck <laughs> it up royally. Put lights on the lights. Now you're getting like he just Put seems like he's, he's game for such a good time all all the time. Like most contractors and most people in operations hate good ideas because it means they're going to have to do more work. But Bam's like, what if we have a drawbridge? And he's like, Bam, I fucking love that idea. Let's build a drawbridge. <laughs> he's the Hank Scorpio. Of he is universe. Hank Scorpio. Exactly. Uh, he's got pockets full of cream and sugar. <laughs> now, when they said, they said, we got to light the whole house up. Uh, for a second there, I thought he meant now the show is at a point where we're out of ideas, so we're literally just going to light the house <laughs> on fire. Uh, but no, no, we're actually going to cover it in Christmas lights, and they want to be able to see it from space. Now, remember that, listener. That's going to come up later. Mm-hmm. 
that's the goal. Let's see if we can hit it, I guess. Uh, duct tape. That's how they're going to put the lights up as uh, woodsman Ryan Dunn stands there looking good with his axe on his shoulder. Ooh, man, I need a calendar with that on. That's what I need. <laughs> Mikey, I got a question for you, though. Okay. At this point, how is progress on Dunn's beard coming along? So, can we get an update? Yeah, he's now at about a four and a half out of a hundred on the scale. Zero uh, being no beard, a hundred being a soul patch. He's slowly making his way up. I think he was at a four last week. He's at a four and a half. He's got some, he's got some work to do, but eventually, hopefully, he makes his way to that Don Vito soul patch who, who just shot up in the ranks with the, the pube beard to 100 on the soul patch level. Mm. Mm-hmm. Chris, would you would you like to curl up in that beard? Just get nice and cozy. <sighs> no, I, I'm, I'm not a <laughs> beard's grow, like I like to have a little bit of a beard, but like I just you know all the stuff that's like a big huge beard like that. You know, there's like soup is getting stuck in it throughout the day, and you don't know how much someone's <laughs> throughout the day. Tomatoes. Throughout the day, yeah. <laughs> these people with beards are having so much soup that it's yeah, just constant. Dude, all I've eaten for the past like two weeks is soup. It's the only thing that's in my mind right yeah. now. True, Dude, true. that's why you go to a bar in November, you can't fucking get a bowl of soup for the life of you. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but you know what you can get is a nice what? little Christmas present if you're Bam Margera of what's that mikey a skating rink in your goddamn house in the house that was just turned around from having ramps in it from the tony hawk episode of of viva la bam (laughs) now we just pull because i was surprised they showed the living room where in episode one they they made a whole skate park inside the house and it was a fully refurnished house like living room everything in place and then they pull everything up again to put a fucking skating rink in there i was i was dying that must suck it must fucking suck oh but boys 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 let's build an ice rink boys this is cute isn't it an ice rink an ice rink so cute not quite an ice rink not quite uh i think if anybody can be the resident expert on proper ice rink you know construction it'd be uh one of us three at least as a or all of us three that's what i'm getting at uh-huh. these are synthetic ice sheets uh that you snap those bad boys together now look i get it they can't turn the temperature down in the house to be minus 20 degrees i get it but uh, yeah, you just kind of snap these bad boys together and that that gives you an ice rink in your house. Yep. But I, what I love about this segment is that all of this is happening while our, our friends, the Vandals, are playing in the background. Good choice of music there like that. You know what the, the the I I went back and forth in general before we get into the details. Did you guys like this segment? Um, I, 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 I could take cool, it or leave man. it. You liked it? Yeah, like the idea of having your whole house as a skating rink. And I was a little bummed out when it was the that plastic, that fake ice yeah. stuff. Like I've skated on that before. It's weird. I it's not works, terrible, but, but it's, it's not, not that great. bad. Yeah. But yeah. I was very surprised when they got professional uh, figure skaters in there and what they were yeah. still able to do on that stuff. And just seeing that joy for once in, in Ape's face, you know, she was just so happy. Like you could just tell she actually really enjoyed this one. Well, so, okay, I, so this is this is what I the whole time I'm watching it and I'm like I'm thro- I I couldn't tell whether I liked it or disliked it. And I was going back and forth of like it's cheesy, it's it's wholesome, which is nice cuz you don't really get wholesome in Viva La Bam all that often. And I realized the reason why I couldn't put my finger on why it was making me uncomfortable is because the premise of Viva La Bam is and and like all the jokes, Bam does something Ape sells us on the fact that she's pissed about it by going off the handle, even though we kind of know in the back of our minds that's her job and she's doing a good job of like selling it. This one is throwing me off because clearly in my mind, she's pretending to like it. 
She's pretending to be like, yeah, this is great. I actually like this. But her eyes look dead inside. Like she doesn't look like she's actually enjoying it. And it's like when a bully yeah, makes fun of a kid and the kid doesn't react and just like is just like, fine, punish me, whatever. And then that makes the bully sad. That's the worst case scenario. Like <laughs> that's the saddest thing in the world. The saddest thing in the world isn't a kid getting bullied. It's when the kid getting bullied is okay with it and just accepts it. And that makes the bully sad. And that's kind of the vibe I got from this one. It <laughs> threw me off. There was some really like, imagine, imagine, imagine though, like I know that it's part of the premise of the show that the house gets ripped up and it's all this shit. Like, Oh God, you know, people in our house, but I don't care how much money you have. It sucks to have renovations going on in your house. It's uncomfortable. It's loud. It's dusty. There's no it's 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 impossible to like feel like you're taking a break. And it looks like ape is just miserable and trying to pretend like she likes it. Like yeah. it's got to actually suck. No, for sure. That would. But we're talking about the bits over here. We got to have some yeah. fun. We're trying to make this a fun show. Not that the sad realities of renovations and not being able to be, <laughs> feel adjusted in your own home. But uh, like, yeah. like little things like yeah. that, the hamburger, the hamburger hockey, come on. Who that did, was who great. That was fucking great. <laughs> who did not want to ever want to hit a hamburger like a hockey puck? They really dropped the ball not having Vito in net because he would have literally been trying to fucking uh, catch him with the belt for sure. Sack of shit. And he probably would have got useless. a couple. So that would have been fucking good. They got the fucking Bloodhound game. Bloodhound game. Remember that fucking band? Yeah. yeah. The Bloodhound yeah. game yeah. was there. Yeah. yeah. Actually. Quick questions. Hand jobs with Chris. Segment's back, baby. Oh, okay. It's back, baby. <laughs> Who can name without Googling, Mikey, because I know you're sick. Three. Actually, <laughs> actually two, two Bloodhound songs. Two Bloodhound gang songs. Oh, I can do it easily, dude. Easily? Right, you go for it. Jay. I can do it. Uh, you got uh, Foxtrot, Uniform, Charlie Fuck. Kilo, oh, wow, and Ralph Wiggum, both off the same album. Damn it. Okay, well, two of my favorites are those guys. Actually, I did not expect anyone to get that because I, a lot of people don't even know, like know the name of that. Um, the, you that, and that, me, that, baby. The, yeah, that's called ba- the bad touch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? A lot of touch, people don't yeah. realize yeah, that's the touch, name of that. Yeah. So I, I thought you guys would have been fucked there for sure. But Jay, you want a hand job, baby? You just got to I feeling like since it's a Christmas episode, episode I'm in the giving spirit. I'd like to gift my hand job to Mikey. If Thanks, good. Jay. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. I could use it. I've always been yeah. waiting for this moment. Sweet. <laughs> No problem. I, I, I do. I do love, though, in general, like there is uh, with each of this, the little sketches uh, in, in this episode, there is this vibe of like, let's make it a good time. Like, let's not let's not make it uh, vicious. And maybe that's why Don Vito wasn't in it as much. Like, it just seems like they're having fun. Even the shooting the hamburgers was fun. Although this guy, Anthony or whatever his name is. Could they not have gotten someone who can raise a hockey puck? Because he co- he was just shooting it at Phil's dick the whole time. He couldn't shoot it. You want him to like lob it up at Phil's face or something like that, and he couldn't get it off the ground. Uh, you know what? Uh, give me one second here. I gotta Google something. I don't know why I need to do this, but I just realized. You know, I like to give the uh, listener a little a little something to look at uh, for the video version okay. and make more work for Mikey while Always. I'm at it. So. Uh, Mikey, since we're on the top, we were on the topic of the Bloodhound Gang there. Uh, the album I just referenced is called uh, Pennsylvania, I believe. Is that the name? Uh, I, I want to say that's the name of the album. Let me just fact check that. So okay. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, now, if that's not a step in the right direction for bo- body positivity right there, then I don't know what is. Is is the, the image? The image of the title? Oh, my God. Oh, I see what yeah. it is. Wow! Oh, yeah, put the, put that up on screen. Okay, baby. I'm That's gonna right. I'm gonna show that. That is hopefully we don't get 
taken down for just having that that image no. on it. You'll you'll see it if body you're, positivity right there, Mikey. That's that body is. positivity. Positive if body you're if you're not a <laughs> Chris sees it. Chris. I'm laughing at Chris's reaction. Fucking don't get don't get your your underwear in a bunch oh there. Oh my it's, god, that's perfect. It's not funny. I didn't I mean, realize if you, if you edit that slightly, the face just a little bit. You put a beard instead of a mustache. That oh, could yeah. be Phil. It could be Phil. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I, totally. I I didn't realize Richard Jewell was on the cover of Bloodhound Gang before <laughs> starring in that movie. But that's, that's, uh, that's, there you go. that's what I was reaching for, and I couldn't think of it in time. Um, the more you know the more you know the more you know uh yeah no it's funny like they get this guy anthony i'm sure he's like a junior hockey player or something and it's weird to watch a bunch of americans skating around with with hockey hockey sticks and shooting shooting pucks and, yeah. and hamburgers and oh, stuff yeah. but here's the thing what and and this is specific to hockey i think canadians we always like to think that we're like the rivals of the united states we're like oh we're we got such a great comedy scene and then you go to the states and they're like are you guys still <laughs> up there we thought you like what the fuck are you doing up there we didn't even know you were alive still you're still a country that's not britain up there but when it comes to hockey the states are always like oh man canada us baby canada us what a rivalry what a rivalry but they like from our perspective us. unless you put our before and SIA after US to get Russia. We don't give a fuck about what your hockey team is. You're not our rivals, United States. You every so often you play us and you give us a little bit of a run for our money. You are nothing compared to Canadian hockey. Uh, you, everything else, sure. Everything else you're great at. I really want to throw in the Canadian anthem right now. I just got such Canadian pride there. I was just bubbling. And you know, I love my states, but I was just like, that just that speech, Mikey, it just gave me that fucking that 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 Canadian pride that I've been missing so much. Yeah, I have a maple leaf tattoo that I got in Thailand that I drew myself yep. that doesn't even look like I don't even know what the fuck it looks like. So <laughs> I do really I do have some Canadian pride, you know. But I, no, Russia is our rival in hockey, not not uh, not the U.S. There we go. Oh, there you go. I was just showing it on the camera there. Hey, there you go, buddy. I was gonna say Kenya, but you know it's a good close second. A good close second. Yeah, probably that was a good commercial though. That was a good with Sidney Crosby and Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? What commercial? They, they, they went the to go play with the Kenyan uh, hockey team or uh, really? hockey team in Kenya. Yeah, yeah. I thought you knew that. Did like, I just reference just, a thing? With, without yeah, realizing? you just brought out of all like the thousand freaking African countries, you brought up the actual one that has a I, hockey commercial. It's fu- I was impressive. just laughing because it's the temperature difference is so hot <laughs> that it's hard to have a good hockey team. You know what I was fucking fuck off, baby. <laughs> fuck off, internet. Put your teeth away. Calm the fuck down. Well, speaking All of right. a temperature change, Listen. isn't it? Isn't what? Well, I was going to say, isn't it crazy <laughs> that that uh, if you want fake snow, you have to order it from Georgia, which is what happens in this episode. Yeah, that's this weird. was actually Christmas I don't, I don't know how time. I feel about that. Pretended it was Christmas time because you figure in Pennsylvania, they did not look anywhere near winter. Like they have a similar climate to us. Yeah, Pennsylvania gets fucking cold. I'm assuming this is still probably December, but like, look at our December we just had. Like, it was it was hot. Yeah, like, but it was, was ten no... years ago. And we still had snow. Do you remember like yeah, that? True, we actually true. had these things called winter. <laughs> yeah, Other yeah than, exactly. like a month maybe. Shut up! Why don't you come over here? I'll show <laughs> yeah, you. Some go, yeah, go. Yeah, freeze your nutsack to a pole. It's so cold out here, buddy. <laughs> listen, listen. We got to get back on topic All here right. because the Bamzoni has arrived. Yes, I did pronounce that correctly. I was a little let down by it. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know what they could have did better to make the Bamzoni better, but it's basically like a go-kart, ver- a Mario Kart version, if you will, of a giant Zamboni. Dunn breaks it within five minutes of uh, 
what I can only assume was five minutes of uh, riding the thing around the house. And um, yeah, what did you guys think? What was your take on this one? It, this was the kind of thing where it. It, it's another like, here's a good idea and we'll throw it in because of the idea. But there was just nothing to like y- they could have done more to it. The, the Bamzoni shows up later on once they once they paint the house with snow. Um, but it really wasn't like there wasn't anything to it in this one. It showed up. I kind of chuckled and then it just went away. It just I, I yeah. mean, I'm glad it was there just because. Just the sheer off the phrase Bamzoni just absolutely was amazing. And they needed yeah. to throw that in somewhere, but it didn't yeah, do yeah. much. It's got marketing appeal, but that's about it, boys. But listen, this next part, Rab comes out in custom hockey gear. He's got a jock strap, no pants, a chest protector, and a Viking hockey helmet. Okay, I see the NHL 22 microtransactions are going a little too far. <laughs> I see a little Rabby. He got a hold of mom and dad's credit card and it's had a heyday. It's pronounced now, Rabbi. Sorry, little Rabbi. <laughs> Viking hockey helmet here. Um, he, he goes and, you know, he takes some shots. And um, it's not long before we get a Moscow and a, sorry, a two, three figure skaters, I believe. Two of them are from New Jersey and one's from Moscow. So uh, quite, quite a diverse crowd here. They come to play, do some cool tricks and uh, show everybody up. Yeah, it looks like a fun time, the I f- guess. The funniest part about the sketch is like, is is a imagine being the figure skaters who are like what the fuck are we doing here uh but b that the best part is them making fun of the fact that some of the figure skaters are from new jersey they're like yeah this guy's yeah. from moscow of, like even i guess even the u.s knows that russia is better when it comes to being on skates than the u.s are because they're like of course they how can someone from new jersey like compete with someone from moscow are you fucking kidding me have you seen their ballet program what are we doing here yeah well uh, yeah, everybody's seen right, Chris. That ballet program, right? Am I right? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's great. Oh yeah, one of the it's most masculine things you can do in Russia is is be great at ballet. Yeah, I don't know about that. I never said there's anything wrong with it. I don't know about that. No, Being it's a absolutely true. Soldiers for sure, the most masculine thing you can do. Yeah, but I bet you their soldiers train in ballet. The no. boxers definitely do. For they football. probably want us to think that to think that they're soft. <laughs> they're fucking cold as ice over there. Hundred percent. You know who doesn't? train in ballet phil and ape that's they look true. like they're having fun but they're not the most elegant of skaters i would say um they they bust out and get on the ice for a bit but it's not long before they start playing hockey with oranges oranges mm-hmm. this seems like blasphemy to me somehow but uh rake the referee is here by the way i didn't mention him he's wearing his stripes so it's just something about that fuzzy bastard in a, in a ref <laughs> uniform i liked i don't know good look uh, kind of actually, it kind of reminded me of that other guy from Jackass who's always wearing the ref suits and all the boxing. Oh matches. yeah, the guy who never takes Spike? his hat off. Spike. Spike. Yeah. What happened to him? Well, I hope we see him again. Here's some the point. thing. I mean, I don't want to get into conspiracies. That's Chris's job. But what do you have at right. the end of a rake? A spike. A spike. Sideshow Bob. A side, well, yeah. No, that's the top of the rake. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> healthy ground there is a spike at the end going deeper there is a spike at the end of a rake i have you have Uh-oh. we ever seen them in the same room together? i got some, I I got some serious I love the way you confirm that as if you were talking to a second grade <laughs> <laughs> very good Chris. very good next Chris, time please is. raise your hand <laughs> okay i'm sorry uh let it snow bitches let it snow bring out those snow machines spray that bitch up boys I have a confession to make. Okay. All uh, right, Usher, I, lay it on us. I peaked. You, I peaked. I mean, I peaked at the clock at this point in the oh, episode. okay. I kind of wanted this one to be over. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was a little disheartened to see we were only halfway through at this point. 
Maybe I'm a little bit of a Grinch. I don't know. I, you know what? I, I hear where you, I was trying to remain positive in this one because it wasn't as funny and they had some good ideas, but it's clear they wanted to maintain a little bit of the fun loving Christmas spirit. Like there was that, that intention there, but it just resulted in a little bit of like a little bit of banality kind of, uh, however, once the snow gets laid out, there is a little bit of chaos that ensues. And I think it's the best part of the episode. But before we get there, I have a question because I honestly don't know this mm-hmm. fake snow, the stuff that they're using, they they brought it up from Georgia. Is this like a shaved ice thing or is this like a foam that? No, it's raccoon semen. It's raccoon semen. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. They got a factory out in Jersey that. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. And that's where they, they, train. Then they ship it. To, so they train all the uh, the figure skaters. They they skate around the ice collecting rat semen or raccoon semen. Yeah, open your mouth, catch one in your tongue. <laughs> you know what? I think this what? is right around the time where, like, I did. I was feeling the same way. I'm like, this is pretty lame. And then, you know what? I don't give a fuck at this point. But I got to take it for what it is. When Don Vito enters the fucking camera, you know things are gonna fucking turn up. I know. I got excited. I know. <laughs> you know things are gonna get fucking funny. I see him roll up. I'm like, all right, man, this episode's about to be saved. He really is the front runner of this fucking show. Like oh, it or not, he can't help he- it. He absolutely is. Uh, so, so you you have the scene. Obviously, they they set it up where they're just laying snow everywhere, and it's it's kind of before Don Vito gets in there. I think a little bit because they 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 bring all the snow out. They talk about how it's from Georgia, and then you kind of go back in the house a little bit for like a weird segment of let's oh, beat up Rake. Yeah, and, and, or and uh, uh, sorry, uh, no, no, Rake. They were beating up on Rake, and they were feeding Rab. They were feeding Rob, oh, yeah, okay, puking okay, okay. out Sorry. oatmeal, which is like almost something we could just oh, skip right dude, past. Because Can I talk that? about that just for a second? Yeah, I know yeah, you yeah. said skip. I hear you, but I do have to make a comment sure. on it. Okay, yeah, they're in the kitchen. They're feeding Rab a sandwich. It's pointless. But then they eat the dry oatmeal. Now, this is really getting like to the point of we're, we're basically watching kids getting into trouble in the middle of the afternoon while mom's busy doing the laundry here. They've raided the pantry, and they realize that eating dry oatmeal looks like fake puke. So let's get mom in here and gross her out. Like this did not need to be in the episode. No, it felt so <laughs> like, weird. Did you guys did you guys get the sense this? that that they were struggling to fill time in this episode? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they did. Cuz it it, it cuz like why was this in it? And it, and even Bam, it felt like even Bam knew it was weird. Like it just he was trying to save a segment and it, it just felt just like nothing. Yeah. Like um, Jackass is all about being juvenile and immature and doing stupid things, but this just felt like a regression in like putting that into perspective. This was a regression even compared to that. Yeah. Like this just was just dumb. Like, why are we doing the, this? The only, the only redeeming thing about having gone back in the house before we leave the house again for the snowball fight is when they start to beat on rake a little bit and, yeah. and they're shooting pucks at him and they're checking him and this and that. And he gets, he basically falls through the window of the house like it's fucking like one of the old NHL video games where when they first introduced you could get checked through the glass or into the boards yeah. and the character just fucking disappears like the, that's how they modeled it was the character model would just disappear once they passed the boards and that's Rake like he's gone and I don't think we see him again for the rest of the episode he's just out no, there man. hanging out no no he, he makes an appearance but he is no longer wearing the ref gear so it's right. like he got hit so hard the shirt just flew off yeah him. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, hey quick shout out to my favorite video game hockey game of all time greatest ever made nhl hits 2003 hits was great get your xbox out 
It's the best fucking time you'll ever have playing three on three hockey. I guarantee you that. Hits was uh, great, but but I mean there isn't there is a correct answer to the best hockey video game of all time. It's NHL yeah, I just 94. Gave it. I, it's I just NHL gave 94. It. I'm just gonna There's talk no... over you. No, no, no. Are you actually like hits over NHL 94? Fuck yeah, baby. Arcade all the way. I it's might accept Wayne fun. Gretzky's 3D hockey because that was a, fin- a fantastic game as well. But NHL 94 was, good. was that was the, that's where it's at. Are we gonna have to have a round of '94 and a round of hits to see who is who is the the real? I'll fuck people up in NHL '94. I know you. Oh uh, yeah, because Chris Chris you has no shame, and this is the biggest that. Chris thing in the world. And I should have known this even as kids. Is like if he finds an exploit in the way you can score, there is no gentleman's agreement that you cannot use that method of scoring. Chris will use it on you every single fucking time. <laughs> I'll fucking go around the net, go get that backhand, <laughs> the backhand wraparound, or the fucking slap shots from the hash marks. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. as you're going, the I, I got all those fucking moves, man. <laughs> Everyone does. Some of us just choose not to use it. No, but I know how to stop you from doing it because I'm the best fucking that there ever is. Hey, hey, the most <laughs> masculine way to play NHL 94. Uh, <laughs> during ballet? Yeah, during ballet. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, but okay, back to Rake. Mikey, you're right. He probably should have got body checked right out of the episode, but he does return to get his revenge with a 300 or 3,000 or 300,000. I don't know. It's got a lot of PSI. It's an air gun. Yes, with a backpack. like a potato it's like gun, a ghost basically. busting. Yeah, yeah, he's going to bust some ghosts. Now, listen, he's shooting snowballs at high speed. Dunn, <laughs> Ryan Dunn puts carrots in there. He literally says, give me some carrots. Now, and look, ravioli. I know that all that, <laughs> I, I know that all that beta carotene is going to work wonders for your long distance vision, but who's bringing a bag of carrots to a snowball fight? I bet you they were going to really? build, build a bunch of snowmen and they realized this episode was already boring enough, so they had to find something more exciting <laughs> to do. Why else would they have a bag of carrots? You, you know, you know what? Because because he he said Dunn said he's like Rake is having a hard time packing snowballs into it without them just evaporating when you shoot them. So they were just going into the freezer and getting like frozen ravioli, frozen oh, yeah. carrots, all that stuff. That I actually felt really <laughs> funny. I did like this portion of the episode because it was so goddamn chaotic. There's a there's a snowball fight yeah. going on with everyone on set and Bam brings out an ATV and starts jumping off of a jump like you I don't even think you could get away with doing that shit on a set without some union person speaking up and being like someone's going to get hurt and Alec Baldwin yeah. saying I don't give a fuck and doing that thing. <laughs> 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 you remember way back when the pandemic started and there was that clip going around of tom cruise getting mad at that guy because he was breaking the covid yes, regulations yes that's who you need to settle everyone down that's what you need right there ah uh, anyway so yeah a snowball fight chris what are your thoughts on the snowball fight it was, fun. Fun? It was definitely the best part of the episode i'd say it was just like chaos I enjoy that. And I just, the idea of shooting fucking raviolis out of that thing just killed me. It's like, <laughs> you you think you want something like an orange or an apple, something that's already in the shape of like a, like just like, ah, fuck it, raviolis. <laughs> what? And and just as just as it feels like the the uh, uh, pun intended temperature of the episode is is starting to dwindle once again, oh uh, you hear the smash as though it's the goddamn uh, uh, Stone Cold entering the Royal Rumble. The drawbridge goes down, the door Stone opens Cold. up, and there's fucking Don Vito sitting inside, yeah. and they start pelting it with yeah. snowballs. And this is when Chris starts talking about the episode just being like, "Okay, we're in for some fun now again." Yeah, and you know what though? Like when Bam throws a snowball at Vito, I have to mention he's literally the only person getting upset upset. During a snowball fight, everybody just teams up on him, and he says Christmas is over like nine times. That's <laughs> yeah. all he's got. He doesn't even fight back. <laughs> 
he probably said it once one person laughed and he's like that's my joke for the rest of my life christmas is over that's it but i get why he'd be pissed in the in the beginning because he was inside and they're pelting him and he's just like i just want to leave and everyone starts dumping snowballs at him when he's walking away and everyone on set is throwing snowballs at him and he's not even reacting it looks like when like 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 a sad hulk is walking away and and the army's shooting bullets at him and they're just like bouncing off of him and he's like i'm just getting out of here and it's just like almost almost sad again when when the bully just or, or the the bullied submits to the bully and you're like all right well don Vito's out of here yeah i mean at this point the episode starts falling apart the shit's going wild bam breaks a camera lens with a snowball which i gotta assume was faked because why wouldn't it be i don't I don't, I don't think know. So. Like his reaction looked genuine, but when you correct me if I'm wrong, but when you break the front of a camera lens like that, wouldn't that affect the picture quality immediately because you've broken the Not lens? Not quite. You want like that, that there occurred. as sort of something that that breaks or or, or provides a little bit of uh, 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 protection from the actual optic lens of the camera okay right because you don't want things touching you don't want that to get dirty because you don't even want to run a cloth against it you want that to maintain itself you can clean the exterior glass uh but there's always that little bit of a buffer there so i actually found that pretty funny chris do you have a stomata where did that smoke puff come from have you never stomata the hole in the throat oh i got that right (laughs) is the right no the right term constantly throughout all these episodes. he's always vaping <laughs> i notice it okay, because well. y- you you can always uh, uh if the listener doesn't notice it that's because i have to what? edit out the sound of him vaping every time every time Why? he takes a drive oh, dude i'm gonna totally start vaping now Here, here's the thing okay so to the Keep listener it real. Who, chris, if you ever watch a podcast and you don't see someone vaping anymore on it fucking be professional chris, mikey chris believes chris believes that the listener likes to hear things like the clink of his glass hitting the table and him pulling on vapes he okay, thinks mikey, that that's more go, go online to google asmr radio. they got a lot more fucking rating viewings than we do on our fucking episode i'm just trying to fucking break <laughs> yeah. it to the people you know that's what true they want. we do need one of those ear licking microphones i think that that would help <sighs> our podcast quite a bit mm, just that no that makes me that i don't like i could picture that feeling picture, <laughs> can you picture a feeling does that make sense yeah i could feel it anyway i don't like it uh you could feel a picture willy man what you could feel a picture or you picture a feeling no, no, I guess that that's a logical argument. I can't argue with that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, the light, the lights have to go on. It's getting dark, boys. We only got one shot at this. Let's not fuck it up, okay? They light up the house. The big finale. Night is here. It looks pretty good, but not good I, enough. They I, need I to make like, one. I was very more unimpressed. Phone call. I was just like, yeah, I'm like, it, man, of all those lights, three trucks, like. That's not that big of a deal. And, and then I was very glad that they, they also agreed that that wasn't very good. So continue yeah. on, Jay. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> like, what? You, how do you fix this? I, I think there's only one way, boys. Now, do you have a moment to hear about our Lord and Savior CG technology? <laughs> oh, do you think this was CG? Dude, oh, come on. With the it's spotlights? It's so real, Mikey. It's so real that even 2003, you won't be able to tell the <laughs> Yes, of course it was CG. Did you just not notice how fake this... It looked like they were on a green screen, for one. Like, oh, it didn't really? Look like the I real didn't fucking that at all. Nothing about this looked real. The spotlights looked totally just, like, piped in with... Yeah, no, I was not sold Probably on for the best, all. because I was watching this thinking, like, it looked like the lights were going almost, like left and right of the house and if there are any houses in the area of course they're going to complain they're going to have like a, a floodlight shining in on them um that could be a little disappointing as as it always is when they incorporate cg but not not unexpected i think yeah so are you telling hey, me whatever. that when when the camera panned all the way out to show the world that and you could see the light from space that was cg as well 
No, no, that part was okay. That real. was real. That was, that was real. They had pesos up there. They just called up Jeff. Jeff yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff was still in his was garage even, selling books. Yeah, I was just gonna say it was like Bezos. Even you know what was he doing in two thousand? Selling books out of his garage. Um, was he? Probably. Yeah. Did you just say that, or you? I thought you meant the other guy. Who's the other guy? No, Be- Bezos literally really started selling books out of his garage. Amazon was yeah. a book company. Oh, Elon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, here's here's something I want to point out to you guys. Do you remember last week when I made the joke about Extreme Home Makeover and how how uh, it was kind of started by this concept of Viva La Bam or like like around that area? And it's like yeah. I love the idea that you get Ty Pennington in there, like move that bus, and they have to move Don Vito because he's blocking the camera. That <laughs> literally happens in this episode when they're like, yeah. "Let's go look at the lights," and then they're like, "Phil, get out of the way. The camera can't see the house." I was like, "I fucking called that." Well done. Well done. And you know what? This should have been the end of the episode, but bonus time, everybody. We get a little bonus here. Um, couple things. First bonus of the night. Um, listen, Bam, I know you really want something nice for Christmas, but don't sit on that lap. Please, Bam, <laughs> do not sit on that lap. Now, YouTube commenters, if you need any more reason to defend Don Vito, Please include with your feedback the relevant timestamp of Bam sitting on a Don Vito dressed as Santa Claus. A representative from your local police department will be with you shortly. Mikey. <laughs> I, I I knew this was going to come up. I knew you're going to have issues with it. Uh, a Santa clad Don Vito. Oh, you don't? I I just think that the tone is is a huge miss, but obviously they, they didn't know that this was going to be happening. The image of someone sitting yeah, on Don right. Vito's lap and him whispering in their ear is creepy as fuck, knowing everything that happened. Um but here's another thing is, is and this is where I mentioned it earlier, this is why I think the episode is pretty shortly after their Vegas trip, is they show uh, Don Vito's hair poking out from under the Santa hat, and it's still a little blue. Like, he clearly just got back from Vegas. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I wonder if we, if, we, if we knew when April and Phil's uh, uh, anniversary was, because that would tell us when this is filmed. Oh, yeah. I Because I guarantee you it's not even close to Christmas. Yeah, because it, it looked it didn't even look that cold, and I know Pennsylvania is is like pretty uh, uh, pretty cold for the most part. Chris, wh- what do you want? I know Christmas is over, but let's just say twenty twenty two. What do you want for Christmas next year more than anything else? Next year, more than anything else, oh, that's a really good question. I'd say like maybe uh, I know I kind of want some like new uh, like snowboard stuff. I uh, feel like I want to make next year the year of snowboarding. <laughs> Would would you sit on that lap to get some new snowboard stuff? 100%, dude, I do a lot of things. Really? For snowboard gear, for sure. All right. Well, a little tickle from the pickle. I you can't know? argue with that. I mean, I, I was. He, I don't know. He's gonna. It is what it is. <laughs> he's gonna ask you to to whisper, you know, sweet childhood traumas into his ear. But uh, as long as you're okay with that, uh, you know. You might no, you might notice a little something moving down under if you know what I mean. But uh, if you're quick, efficient, you just might end up with a new Burton. I don't know. Is that what the kids are calling him now? A new Burton? Uh, He's still in business. I think he'll get I think. he'll get two things. He'll get a new Burton and a new burden of uh, of assault that he has to deal go. with as well. I like that spinoff. Very well done. And I'm not even going to try to pad over that with a, with a I would have went with. <laughs> I'm just going to shut the fuck up, and we're going to move on. Um, so everyone's sleeping now. The party is over. And uh, Ryan Dunn has a cup full of just random stuff, tax cough drops, which I don't know why that made me laugh. Just the, a loose cough drop is funny to me it for is. some reason. Guitar picks. 
he puts them into Brandon's shoe. Who is falling asleep, on the yeah. And uh, they get out the vacuum to, you know, to suck him <laughs> off. I don't know about you guys, but nothing gets me more upset than waking up to a suck off, you know. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's yeah. not, it's not a, a, a very fun way to wake up. I could think of worse ways, but, but uh, it's not ideal. Yeah. I mean, nothing's going to get me all hot and bothered like a good suck off. <laughs> and, uh, for the record, we are talking about vacuum cleaner. Like, listen, the best part of this is when they turn it on and his lips go in there. It's so it looks funny. like his face is disappearing into a How wormhole. How confusing would that be? <laughs> like it's already oh, confusing God. getting woken up and jarred in the first place but like you're literally their face is getting sucked off like that would just fucking trip me out how lucky are we that they had a vacuum with a clear like oh, yeah. sucker thing because you get to see his <laughs> lips like go in I've never <laughs> seen a vacuum like that in my entire fucking life <laughs> reading the That's instruction so manual attach that. the sucker thing to the broom head <laughs> but it's always like it's always it's never translucent like it's no never just like a, like no a, never yeah that's so funny yeah, and obviously the idea here is, you know, wake him up so he'll get up. They'll tell him, hey, put your shoes on. We're going out, which he does, like clockwork, uh, and he steps on the tacks. And uh, none of this is really that funny until done with the line of the show here. <laughs> it's so good. I threw a cough drop in there just in case you got a cold. <laughs> Man, I'm really starting to like Ryan a I 100% agree. And guys, this was the slow burn of the entire podcast because I was hard on him in the earlier seasons, but I love Ryan Dunn and he's really turning a corner right now. He's really coming into his own. Every episode, he seems to get better as that beard gets longer. I think as Viva La Bam, like that's when Dunn became the Dunn that we remember yes. as Viva La Bam. And then he later on brings it to subsequent movies and things along those lines. That's when like- totally. That's when you, so it's like, we remember the tail and not the beginning. So from here on out, you know, Dunn's soon to be a fucking special part. And it's, it's good to see. I'm glad Mikey finally turned around. Yeah, I knew it was going to happen and it did. <laughs> One last surprise of the episode and then we're all done. I promise. Ryan, we get a church. What? We're all, we're all done. You said, and, oh, and then I done. said, we're all Ryan because we, I don't know if you recall this, uh, Jay, but right. we had just yep. been talking about Ryan Dunn. Just uh, then, and just I found then, Ryan. I mean, just, just then, that, yeah, just <laughs> so that was the joke. Was it good? I thought it was Chris absolutely incredible. You, you Thank burned you. Jay so bad. I burned, burned him, him hard. Burned. Well, I don't know how that was like an insult. It wasn't really direct. <laughs> oh, it was so yeah, bad, it's not. Jay. Yeah, oh, oh you, you know what? This is. So I'm actually so sad because he's submitting to the bullying again, <sighs> and now I feel like shit. <sighs> Man. God what damn. did you say earlier about the incredible Hulk walking away? I'm just <laughs> I'm going this way now. That's what I'm doing. All right. Can we get a church choir singing outside of Bam's house. Yeah. The whole church choir. Now, if you've ever wanted to see a large group of hostages wondering if they'll ever get to go home and see their families after this is all over. That is the now is your chance. Getting. Yeah, 100%. And Christmas is over. That's it. As Vita would say. Uh yeah, that's I, the episode. I got to be honest, you know, I know we went back and forth on the tone and whether or not this was a good episode, but um, when they were doing this whole, like, I'm such a fucking sucker for Christmas. I'm such a sucker for Christmas. And when I see something like this happen and the joy and festivities and it's fucking outrageous, there's snow outside, everyone's dressed up as fucking furries, there's a choir singing, there's ATVs crashing, Don Vito's dressed up as Santa Claus claiming Christmas is over. I, I, my heart grew a couple sizes. Like I felt good. I was like, Oh, Christmas is back a little bit. Like we're just past Christmas and it always makes me sad when Christmas is over. This kind of made me happy. I actually like this ending. Yeah. I just thought the episode all around was pretty garbage. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That didn't save it for me at all. Sorry, okay, fine. No, you, you can't save Christmas. 
No, not at all. I had I'm a bit of a thought there when you said your heart grew a couple sizes, and then I started thinking, oh, yeah, just like the Grinch. And then I started thinking, I wonder if someone's made a porno where it's based on the Grinch, but instead of his heart growing two sizes, his dick grew a couple sizes. That is you know what I mean? absolutely. Yeah. That is absolutely. And and it's in actually, I've, I've seen that movie, and it's in a collection of other porn uh, that they actually call the collection Stalking Stuffers. Uh, and, and that's hey. where you can find that movie. And, and and they I'm use green sure I've makeup. Seen the Grinch in but, porn because I was like googling alien porn. No problem. <laughs> you ever you ever fucking see the alien porn? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's out in the open now. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, fucking cool, man. They get them up on a ship, and then you know they're just like hot aliens and green skin. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> but I think what the, the algorithm quality, yeah. the algorithm brought the Grinch. I, I could have swear to God I seen the Grinch in a porn. Um, <laughs> did you did you also Tis watch the, the the? I remember the other most popular movie in that collection was I saw Mummy fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> no, I missed that one. Man, you got a lot of it these a ready too to go. For me. There was also Jangle Balls. <laughs> okay, if this was one week later, none of this would be acceptable. But you're lucky we're still in the window. What so about continue. what about Dick the Holes with Balls of Holly? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it too, a little too much, actually. Oh man! Uh, and I don't even have a good one to follow up with, Mikey. I think you've just you've said all that needs oh, to be said. Oh, what about Ru- Rudolph's Red Butthole? <laughs> Oh. There's Silent yeah. oh. Night, Holy no. Night, but Hole spelt H O L E. Right, right. Yeah, I think there's a good, a good, good. You, know, you talk about a good ending of the show. I think it's a great ending of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys want to you want to talk about like U.S. hockey for a little bit more? Yeah, or, I think uh, let's get the patriotism back. You want you want to talk about? I don't know. Jay, are you purposely slowing what? down the momentum of this portion of the episode? <laughs> What are you talking about? We, we just have like back and forth. We're all making jokes and you're like, oh, what about? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> all I know is that I had a great, great time today. Thank you for joining. <laughs> um, at Jackassed Pod on Twitter and Instagram is where you will be able to find us and all of our strange delights. Hey, if you've got a good porno Christmas title mashup for oh, us, yeah. why don't you tweet it at us? Or make yourself a you know a nice box art and send us that if you're really feeling like an art project. Thank you for joining us. Next week, we'll be back with another episode of Viva La Bam. I think we've got, what, two left in the can? I and think then, so. Uh, might have to shake things up a little bit. I don't know. Stay tuned, baby. Um, Stay tuned. Uh, I, I'm actually enjoying baby. this current string of Viva La Bam. I can't wait to get to the uh, next week's episode. I was worried about Viva La Bam in the first couple just because of the pacing of them, but I'm actually finding this is this is a fun way to do it. Yeah. Until then, we'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah, bye. That sounds... That's. I think we're about to that point of the show. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackaxed. Christmas is over. by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it! This was a Press X for Sound audio production.